now. See here, kid. <laughs> Mid-Atlantic uh, accent. It's nasally and extended. Oh, I love this stuff. My all-time favorite preset on Sirius XM is uh, the 30s. And, uh, man, that just gets you in a good mood right there. Alex Pangman. Uh, A-L-E-X. Yep, that's how you spell Alex. And the last name is P-A-N-G-M-A-N. Now, Alex Pangman is actually here in the studio with us today. What a pleasure. Darling. So wow. lovely to have you, darling. I'm trying to do my mid Mid Atlantic thing, accent. yeah. Such a curious accent. It really is, isn't it? Yes, it really is. But where does it come from, and why was it then? And it almost sounds like uh, a British person on some drug. I, I know, I know. Well, let's all ask Cary Grant. Yeah. He did it particularly well. He did it particularly well. Speaking of Cary Grant, I had a good conversation with uh, Diane Cannon this week. No way, really. Just thought I'd throw that out. Apparently, he got her hooked on the drugs. Yep. Name drop. <clears throat> Let me just get that. Up. <laughs> I don't care. I know. Nobody cares. <laughs> she left me a fascinating voicemail a long time ago. Oh, yeah? Yep. She said something. She was not happy with me and told me that she would spank me. What? Just leaving that right there. Yep. She did. It was, it was, and never mind. I have to explain it too much. <laughs> she wasn't happy with me. Um, anyway, Alex Pangman is here in the studio. Juno nominee Alex Pangman. Can I just tell you that we just posted your entire freaking bio because. We tried to cut a bunch of stuff out of it. It was too stinking interesting. Oh. Have I said stinking too many times? Anyway, what a fascinating bio. You think? No, seriously. The double lung pra- uh, transplant? Really? Mm. Yes. Twice. You had two doubles? Yes. That's like me after the show. <laughs> just, just kidding. The first one uh, didn't last. So let's get right into that for a second. Okay. Is there anything to look at you that would let me know that you've had two double lung transplants? I don't think It's not so. a visible thing, right? No, I mean, I wear a medical alert bracelet. Okay. You bring your own microphone because of cooties and stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and then what about uh, the way you sing? First of all, how are your lungs working these days? They're, well, I'm touching wood when I say it, but uh, yeah. they're working as, ex- as they should. Okay. How long have you had this pair for? Since 2013. How long, do they have a, like a use-by date or is it once they take, well, they're good or... Um, there's always the risk. There's always the risk that you will have rejection, which is what happened with my first transplant. How long did they last? About four years. And how did... Oh, so many questions. First of all, <laughs> everybody from a from a Hollywood point of view wants to know, oh, do you know the person who gave them to you? You know, or who don't... Right. Uh, they didn't give them, well, but you know what I mean. Well, it's... In Ontario, privacy is a really big thing, so we protect it. Yeah. Um, if you do find out who your donor is, it might be accidental. Yeah. I know there's lots of people online that try and find them, but yeah. Ontario, very big on protecting privacy, so... Yes. You um you can exchange letters with them through the government, but they it's like it's like the war. They take a big black pen and they black out anything, yeah. I, and an, any identifier is removed from the letter. Right. So I mean, I know that my most recent donor was um, was a, a mother and a grandmother and a, and a lovely lady, and and uh, I, I mean that's really all you need to know. And I mean, I knew she was kind. Like she willed forward her, sure. her organs, right? Sure. By the way, just as a quick aside, sometimes a uh, god people. Get, for whatever reason, and let me just tell you, it doesn't make any sense at all. So if you are part of a, a group of faithy people that think, oh, I'm going to really need my parts after I die, I would switch groups. <laughs> because the organ donor thing 
if anybody should be on that list, on, like donating their body parts, are people that believe that they're they're going to do something else after life, and they know their body is just going to rot in the ground. It's really, and this is from a guy who grew up in the funeral business. Hmm. I know exactly what happens uh, to bodies after they die, and boy, we could use those parts. We really could. And I know I've got some friends that have that T-shirt that say, don't take your organs to heaven. We need them on so earth. Good. And it is so true. Yeah. I have I've obviously, through my time in the transplant world, met so many people that have needed transplants that haven't got them soon enough. I just, you know, we recycle newspaper. Just, you know, yeah. eight lives can be saved from one donor. Yeah. That's amazing. I like you. And it's just because of the sob story, I think. I don't really know you. <laughs> oh, I know you but have. But it, no, no. I think that's because you cannot have a big lung, tra- a, a huge operation like this and not have some appreciation for life. Right. I Yeah. Well, yes, I guess. I. It just seems like everything now seems like gravy. And I know the, the supply of gravy could just be cut off at any time. Gravy train. The, well... <laughs> But the train could run out of gravy. Right? Sure. So um, you just, it gives you a renewed impetus to live your life for today and to try and be happy. What's wrong with you? I'm terrible at math is my no, piano player. Oh, I mean the <laughs> lung thing. Why did you, what's wrong with oh, you? I was born with cystic fibrosis. So that's okay. a genetic, you get, I got the red hair, that's recessive, and so is the CF gene. So I got the red hair and the cystic fibrosis, and it's a lung disease, and it just attacks your lungs until they're like, they're all diseased and shriveled up and Bar- so Barb Blackett remember her oh yeah yeah sorry we have a mutual friend from a long time ago and yeah same kind of thing but right. this kind of stuff I don't think was a reality back then it's like 30 years ago yeah the first transplants were in the 1980s of lungs of and lungs, so yeah. I mean it's increasing science is increasing every year it's improving right yeah so now we're finding that people are living longer and that the transplant medications are are also harmful so you're damned if you do damned if you don't but you try and get a little extra gravy out of life i'm back to the gravy again somebody's hungry i love it um i want you to do a song obviously that's why you're here i want you to do a few songs but i really have so many questions again and i want to go to how does your story your 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 cystic fibrosis thing the lung the double lung double double lung transplant <laughs> yeah. sponsored by tim hortons <laughs> Um, you could probably get a little corporate sponsorship there, you know. Yeah. Um, how does that impact relationship stuff with you? Because for someone to sign off on you in a relationship yeah. and love and a future and building a future, yeah. they've got to really understand where things are at. Yeah. Um, my husband began courting me when I was in a hospital bed. Now see here, kid. Now see here, kid. He showed up with, you know, a stack of music and like candies and I was I was blown away that somebody would do that. But he's you know, he has he's a very positive view on life and yeah. I think he understood where it was at because he entered when I was, you know, dressed in a blue gown, right? A hospital gown. Hey, those those but, gowns uh, are hot, but, man. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Easy access. Just gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um he he was a special one, but there yeah. were ones before who said, I can't no. I so can't. you've you've experienced that. Yeah. Oh so, absolutely okay, so two things there. One, honestly, good for that guy to, to actually own it. Right. But it still sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Man. Anyways, I mean, we're here now. Do you have children? 
no, I thought that that wasn't going to fit with my life plan. <laughs> right, right. Is it is your genetic worry worry thing well, about this stuff? If I was going to have kids, um, I would find out if I was a carrier. I, I think it would be obvious that I would be a carrier, but we'd need to find out if my spouse was a carrier of the CF gene. And okay. some people do like um, they have a surrogate if they're worried. Okay. But I just, for me, it was just a non-issue. I just. I, it was too much work looking after me. Yeah. So kids, no. But I do have pets, so that's furry children, fur babies. Sure. Well, look at Tim. He was one of those. Yes. <laughs> now I'm a Mexican hairless. Aw. What is that? The Mexican hairless dogs. Oh, that's a real thing? Yes. <clears throat> wow. Um, I have no idea how to segue from that into the first song you're going to do, but would you mind doing a number for us, Alex Pangman? Sure. We'll, uh... And let's introduce your uh, your kind accompaniment. <laughs> yes, uh, on the keyboard this afternoon, the fabulous Mr. Peter Hill. Yes, Peter Hill. <laughs> Peter's been with me through it all. <laughs> Including the uh, the late minute, the last minute call to come and do this. That's well, great. thank you, Peter. I appreciate you being here today. You seem like a lovely person. That's because he's laughing at your jokes. I know. I was <laughs> noticing that. Peter likes me. No, he doesn't. He just he, it's a pity laugh, is what it is. Um, um, yes. What are we singing? We're gonna play a song from uh, the record that you uh, brought the segment in with. We yes. uh, we uh, we have great songwriters in Canada, but not so many of them came from the 1920s and 30s. But I did dig one out. This is by Carmen Lombardo. The Royal Canadians, the Lombardos, they did Sweethearts on Parade, and okay. it became a favorite of Louis Armstrong. And so he recorded this. I was inspired by this, and when I made my last record in New Orleans, um, we did it too. So beautiful. let's play it for you. Let's hear those keys. I just want to hear a little, little Peter. Just uh, just listen. Just just beautiful. Something, something beautiful, Peter. Just, I want to hear something beautiful. We just want to hear you all by yourself before it becomes all about Alex. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smoky Room. My name's Gus Da Vinci. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Beautiful. Oh man, where's the jar? <laughs> that is special. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Alex Pangman. In here? Two by two, they go marching through all the sweethearts on parade. I can't help crying as they pass me by. All the sweethearts on parade. I'd love to join their fun, but they bar me. Cause it takes more than one to join their arms. Hey, 
segment on the Drew Marshall Show. I'm a little excited, kids. I don't know if you picked up on this, but first of all, what a great uh, a kind of music to have during our love month. Uh, because there's the mushy and the ballad and the whatever, and, you know, I'm sure you'll do a little something-something there like that, but but that, um, I don't even know the right words. How, how do we describe what you just did there? What what, what genre labels do we put on that? Well, I mean, you could call it kind of traditional swing. Okay. Music from the 1920s and 30s. Yeah. When the nice, well, boys were boys and men were men? Well, yes. Well, we not always. We like Herbert Hoover again. Anybody getting this? <laughs> no, it's too old for you. All in the family. Oh, yeah. Can you? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> there it is. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, okay, so when it comes to... By the way, I want to let everyone know, because I know you're just digging that tune that, uh, that just happened. Alex Pangman will be performing on February the 3rd. Wait, that's tonight. Yeah. With the Ross Wooldridge's Benny Goodman Sextet. Is that how you say it? Is it sextet or is it a weird... No, it's sextet. You got it. I'm just always nervous about saying that. (laughs) Uh, At the Jazz Room in Waterloo. What a great venue. Oh, so good. Love that room. Yes. Uh, And then again, she will be performing on February 13th as part of the Mardi Gras Redux. Yes, we do this often every year. We do a a, a Mardi Gras party. Nice. It's a big party at the Lula Lounge, another great room. Yes. It's a party room. It is. And they got a new dance floor, people. If they have a new dance, it's floor? really pretty. It's these beautiful hardwood floor with this lovely V shape in it. It's very lovely. Okay, all right. Uh, Alex and her alley cats, plus Red Hot Ramble, present a Mardi Gras inspired party true to Nolan's tradition right here in Tirana. Right. So, do you, you know about Mardi Gras, right? I've heard of it. So, <laughs> uh, all right. All right. It's the big party before Lent. Yep. Right? Yeah. So we, uh, we're we going to throw beads and drink beer and, and play music and Beautiful. dance and party. Good and for you. Have fun. You go, girl. <laughs> um, 33. Yes. Uh, that was an album. Is that an album? It was an album that we did, yeah. yeah. 2011? It was. That was my first record after Transplant. And that felt so good to be a professional again and to be making music. That I mean... I coughed for so much of my career, and then after the transplant, I didn't cough anymore, and so we made a record. Nice. No coughing allowed is what the title is. I ask a lot of musicians this, especially uh, keyboardists or or, uh, guitar players, you know, what would happen if you couldn't play, if your hands got chopped off, or I don't know, whatever. But with you, this is a real deal. What happens if you can't sing, and you've done this twice and come back? Yeah. I mean, I listened to a lot of music when I wasn't able to to play music right um but i always had this little you know ray of light to think of like i thought well maybe one day i will sing again but i don't know what i would do if somebody just ripped my throat out i don't know what i'd do wow i've just been watching the walking dead oh (laughs) (laughs) thank you for that visual i don't know i guess you channel your creativity somewhere else yeah yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Pangman here in the studio with us. And uh, Alex, the thing that I realized about you as soon as I, I kind of crept on you online there a little bit is that um, you're kind of the full package. You have great stage presence. You've got really interesting uh, – you break down that fourth wall quite nicely because I think you're a very authentic – you come off as authentic. The ability to pretend that you're authentic is tremendous. <laughs> and, uh, and then you're just stinking talented. And then you surround yourself with very talented people. 
That's like, the this key. This is a great combo platter. I I don't know. I I read a quote from Duke Ellington once that said he makes himself look good by surrounding himself with talented people. Yeah. So. Why do you think I have Tim here? <laughs> hey. First compliment ever, right there. Oh, I thought that was reverse. Uh, you look good because I'm not. That was easy. Yeah. Thanks, well, brother. I love you. Okay, shut up now. Turkey Nick. Turkey Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Forty years we've known each other. Okay, go. Uh, wow. Anyway, so I always have good musicians with me because you know. They make me look good. Right, Peter? Alex, what stage do you really want to perform on? Ooh. Well, if you would have asked me a few years ago, I would have said Massey Hall. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get back there. That was great. Yeah. They had the best best acoustics in Toronto. Really? You think so? <laughs> yeah. I think it's the posts that help. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, it sounded good at Soundcheck. It sounded good when the sh- I just was, it was great. Yeah. And I was, I was actually... Pretty, I was on the waiting list for lungs when we played Massey Hall. Um, but, you know, the hospital is just up the street, so... If anything went you know, squirrely. If the phone had rung, I could have just gone, yes. <laughs> piano solo. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, that was a really lovely, lovely room. What other, I mean... I'd I like don't... to see you at Birdland. Well, that's a great idea. I've, I've stood out front of Birdland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be cool. I would like that. I'm glad you're doing this. This is my one of my all-time favorite genres. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, and I'm so glad you're here. Can we do another number? Yeah, we can. Oh, I'd, I'd also think it'd be great to go to Japan and play jazz, because I heard they like they like the music They really do. I heard they actually have record stores no, in Japan. No, say it isn't. That are like three stories high, and people buy... They would offer a lot of money for the Sam the Record Man uh, sign? sign. Right? <laughs> sure, we can play another song. What song are we doing? We are going to play a song, another song from the newest album, um, called It's the Talk of the Town. Yes. Now, when I made these selections, I, I didn't think they were supposed to be happy love songs. So is it okay no, if I play like an anti-Valentine's song? You are in the exact right room for that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, this is one of those tunes. Beautiful. And, and what's it called again? It's the Talk of the Town. I'm so looking forward to this. Ladies and gentlemen... Live on the Drew Marshall Show, we've got Alex uh, Pangman, accompanied by the one and only Peter Hill, uh, Dan's younger brother. (laughs) See what I did there? You did not! Oh, with his his real younger brother? (laughs) Dan was a guest on the show a little while ago, and what an interesting cat he is. What a songwriter. Oh, sorry, wait. Alex Pangman here in the studio. No, I was just thinking of Dan Hill songs. (laughs) Yes. Well, sometimes when we touch. Yeah, that's our go-to, isn't it, for everybody? All right. Here she is, kids. Enjoy it. Alex Pangman. Can't show my face, can't go any place. People stop and stare, it's so hard to bear. Everybody knows you left me. It's the talk of the town. Oh, every time we meet, my heart skips a beat. We don't stop to speak, though. It's been a week Everybody knows You left me It's the talk Of the town We sent out Invitations To friends and relations Announcing our Wedding day For 
Marshall Show. You know, I've got everybody doing things in the studio. We've got four interns, uh, two social media, two video. They're all doing stuff. And what I would like to happen now is for our social media interns to put down their devices and to have a rousing round of applause for Alex yeah. Pangman here on the Drew Marshall Show. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's just a better vibe. That sounds nice. Um, Alex, uh, who, what musical heroes do you have? Well, like Stomp and Tom, obviously. <laughs> I can hear it in your... No. Yes. Um, I do like Stomp and Tom. Uh, well, a lot of my musical idols are the guys in my band. But the, the ones that precede them are all... Yeah, the rest <laughs> of them are dead. Long since dead. So right. we're talking Louis Armstrong, yeah. Bing Crosby, Jack Teagarden. Yeah. Like, Jack Teagarden. Now, I don't know that name. Jack Teagarden was a trombone player okay. who, um, who played a lot with Louis Armstrong, but also came up through the big bands. And, and it's not Louis Armstrong, eh? It's Louis? It's Louis. Well, Louis is how his mother pronounced his well, name. Well, that's the so way I'm, to do I'm it, going then. With that. I'm going to stay with that, too, then, from now yeah. on. He just, you know, he was such an amazing musician, and he was a superstar. He was yeah. the Beyonce of his day. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't have the hair, mm-hmm. but, you know. But he was... He was huge. Remember, he was a music star. He, had, he was on radio. He was in films. Sure. He was one of the first people. I mean, we talk about Jack Teagarden. That was a white guy working with a black man. These yeah. were, this was a very interesting time in America. Integration before they could spell it. <laughs> well, um, he just... And he also did something really important, which was he has one of the first recorded scat solos. Come on. Apparently, he dropped the lyric sheet. I don't know if that's apocryphal or not. That's funny. But also, he he really helped because early on in New Orleans music, he was born in New Orleans, there wasn't so much a solo culture like trombone solo. We all played together as an ensemble, and Armstrong, through it, he did sort of codified the solo. So he really was... And then he grew old, and he sang "What a Wonderful World," oh, and he reached man. a whole another, another level. level of people that could, you know, latch on to beautiful melodic songs. 
You know, the guys that kind of have rocked my world for, oh man, 40 years, uh, ever since I first found their album amongst my parents' stash of albums, mm-hmm. the Mills Brothers. I had a feeling you were going to say that. How did you know that? I, I don't know. Did we just do a Steve Austin bionic eye sound effect there? <laughs> you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, love those guys. And I, I could listen to them. I think I might be. So I listen to weird things when I work out. Bagpipes and Mills Brothers. That is really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Not at the same time. No, <laughs> Peter with the funny. Peter. Um, I want to ask about uh, Bing. Yes. Because that, it was, he a baritone? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of baritone, blah, 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 you know, smoothie, caramel sauce mm-hmm. voice that he had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had a, I've had a, I wish, he, people ask me all the time, who would you have liked to have interviewed? That is gone. Bing would be number one up there. Number one for me. Oh boy! I bet but he was. Stories. Yeah, but he was a he was a complex dude. From what I've heard and read, he had a switch. He got a little angry once in a while. But smack, you know. Right. Yeah, and I don't know the validity of those no, claims knows? or not. But I mean, his. I mean, I would tend to kind of side with the children. But yeah. was he just the boo 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 guy that sold the orange juice? Or I mean, I. T- you know, there's this whole thing about. Do you, I mean Picasso was a jerk? Do I not look at Picasso's picture? Yeah. Like, do I not look? You know, lots of people through history have been yep. jerks, but yep. they've been wonderful artists. So I don't know if we stop listening to certain music or tear their statues down. You know, like Little Richard wasn't nice to his wife. Do I not listen to Little Richard? I, just, I don't know where you. Start with that but um you should see his hairdresser though that would be a good did you know that bing crosby wore a piece on his head near the end though wasn't it he didn't like wearing it Um, they made him wear it um, no i think he had it fairly young really and uh he didn't like wearing it well because it would always be uh, potential to catch on fire with how many pipe smoking incidents (laughs) he's had right so Yes, yes, mm. yes. And then, you know, he was probably sauced half the time. So like little, high alcohol content. A little bit of sauce. Yeah. So, I mean, but again, he was another guy who was an absolute superstar. I want to tell everyone about this young lady. Again, her name is Alex Pangman, P-A-N-G-M-A-N dot com. <laughs> Did Thank I say you. It right? No, that's great. You, yeah. I love it. She's laughing. I don't know. Uh, we posted her video. It's never enough on our Drew Tube page. If you go to DrewMarshall.ca, you can watch this lovely lady <gasps> do. Her I thing. wish that we would have had your dog in our video. We've got a lot of dogs in that video. Had I but no. Okay, first of all, don't take the deep breath. You scare me. I thought something was oh <laughs> popping. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It's like when you're driving and someone beside you goes, <gasps> you, you drive off the road for nothing. I, well, anyways, I was just, so the, <coughs> the music video that you mentioned for It's Never Enough, yes. is, uh, it features a whole bunch of dogs. Because, you know, you, like you said, you have a big dog. They don't stick around forever. Uh, okay. And so it's like, it's never enough. So I would have loved that. <sighs> it would have been good. We'll reshoot the video and include. Thank you. Alex her. Pangman will be performing tonight. With the Ross Wooldridge's Benny Goodman Sextet at the Jazz Room in Waterloo. And on February 13th, as part of the Mardi Gras Redux. Yeah. She's sure not redo, redo. I don't know, French. Red- I, I, Frenchy? I think it's redo. That's the that's the play on words. Yeah. yeah. Celebration at anyway. It's a Mardi Gras thing at the Lula Lounge. There you go. Summarized. Alex and her alley cats. Tell me about the alley cats. So the alley cats is my five or six piece band, depending on the budget. And um, yeah, piano based drums. We have John McLeod on cornet, uh, John McMurchie on uh, saxophone on that oh. show. It's 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 a nice 1930s style jazz band and. 
were really great, and you should come here. <laughs> you know, can I just say it? It is a great. I went to a. Oh, gee, I don't know how to say this because I don't, can't remember how they branded it, but it was like a. I think it was called Native Jazz. Oh yeah, uh, it was like At a Lula? couple. Yeah, a yes. few months ago. Yes, and um, we had uh, um, one of the artists here in studio performing, and boy, that was that was a great night. I just and that's a perfect little room for some kind of a '30s thing. Yeah. The it's way a it's, great looking room, and it's like great sight lines, yes. great sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good times. Uh, okay, can we do another song, please? I mean, sure. can you do another song? Well, I, I I can keep singing all night. Yeah, baby. Um, Lotus Blossom. Since um, the station doesn't always like what you play on this show, yes, we're going to play a little song. Is this a suck-up song? It's not a suck-up song. What do you mean? Well, you could suck something up in this song. Is it a, a beveraging thing? No. Oh, no. We're not going to talk about what the well, song is about. I'm just going to sing it, and you yeah. can figure it out. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, what a privilege and a pleasure to have this young lady in the studio. Uh, her name is Alex Pangman, and this be she.
up in the spine. Shivers. Alex Bangman. Beautiful stuff. Man, I am actually kind of really enjoying this. Uh, you know, I don't want to sound surprised, but I am. I'm just like all uh, shivery and shivery? stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you're here. You sure you're not coming down with the I phone? might be. It might be that, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, again, just to let everyone know, uh, you, by the way, your latest, um, we had a 2017 EP. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, that's the record I just uh, played some songs from. Yeah. And what's, oh, thank you for, uh, for that, Tim. Oh, boy. Uh, Tim. Alex Hangman's Hot 3 mm. recorded straight to 78 RPM in New Orleans. Yeah. Analog. I'm just, uh, just looking at it. Hold on. Stand by. I know there shouldn't be uh, <laughs> silence in radio. This is but... fabulous radio. Uh, so basically, we are in a small room about the size of this, yeah. this on, in a studio at the side of the road in New Orleans, and we had an old record cutting machine, and we had one microphone, and we just made a record. Good for you, man. Yeah, it was really this. cool. Felt like old times. Uh, by the way, kids, I'd like to give away, if that's all right, a copy of this on sure, the show, yeah. a little bit, a little giveaway mm-hmm. thing. Was that all right? Yep. Uh, if you would like to, I don't know, say nice things about Alex on our Facebook page <laughs> and tell us that you would like a, a, a free copy, as they do on the radio here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to be from the Great White North, though, because we ain't sending it anywhere else. Postage is just too much these days. We could fax it to you, maybe. It's too we'll much. Um, you're quite. Mm, how do we say this? What's the lizard that changes shapes and stuff? Chameleon. Yeah. I think I just called you a lizard. Yeah. Uh, no, but you're, you have very different looks and different shots. So, and I love that about you. you. You'll never get stale. Well, you told me it was warm in here today, so I dressed down in a Thank t-shirt. You. Thank you. But I can dress up if I need to. My, no, no, my, my, my father-in-law calls me the chameleon. Did I just say something that kind of yes. was in your world already? Yeah, you did. The chameleon, that's what I'm called. I like it. I like it. Um, Alex Pangman. Yes, sir. I would like to hear an embarrassing moment before we get you to do your last song. An embarrassing moment? Uh-huh. Um, Got one? Was probably when I was on stage with my husband, who is a country singer, and I sing harmony with him. Okay. And uh, he looked at me, and I guess the monitor mix was not to his liking, and he said, your voice is boring into my ears. Wow. In front of In everyone. In front of everyone, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, there's another bedroom that you can sleep in yes, tonight. Yes, yes, with your ears. I have all sorts of embarrassing moments all the time. Oh, that was good. just the one that leapt to mind. Love it, love it. Please do another song. Sure. Well, um, I know you said I didn't have to, yes. but I am going to play something quasi-spiritual. Wow. This is a tune. It's got that's... a hump? <laughs> <laughs> no, quasi. Oh, funny. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is a <laughs> this is a song How to from, recover uh, from something nonsensical. Very, very funny. I was thinking you should get a, a job in radio. Oh. Oh. So we're gonna play a song that was the Duke Ellington Orchestra recorded Love way, it. way, way back a long time ago, and Love I recorded it. it was on my very first record. And it's called "Sing You Sinners." There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, by the way, you need to know that the guy on keys, his name is Peter Hill, Yay. and he's a man. Alex Pangman on the Drew Marshall Show. You sinners drop everything. Let that harmony ring up to heaven and sing. Sing, you sinners. Just wave your arms all about. Let the Lord hear you shout up to heaven and shout. 
sing you sinners all wherever there is music that old devil kicks we don't allow music by the river sticks oh you're wicked and you're depraved and you've all misbehaved if you want to be saved the hands So good to have both of you guys here in the studio today. It's been fun. Well, you're pretty nice. <laughs> it's easier when you're nice. Um, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. And uh, kids, you want to go to these gigs one more time. By the way, the uh, latest EP release, it's called uh, Hot 3. Yeah, it's on all the places on the internet you can buy it. Yeah, you can find it. Just creep on it. You'll find it. Could I say one other thing? You can say whatever you want. Because um, we were talking about transplant at the start of the show. Yes. Um, if people want to become donors, talk to your family about your wishes. Visit beadonor.ca. They're not doing um, they're not doing the wallet cards anymore. Okay. Yeah. So they're doing an online registry. Beadonor.ca, and uh, you can also, of course, when you're renewing your license, but you can save up to uh, eight lives and enhance many, many more through uh, tissues. Really? Now, yes. if you're a bigger person, do you save more lives? <laughs> no, uh, but I, I will tell you this. So, like Rita so, McNeil, so she saved about 14. Oh, Drew. Ouch. Ouch. Is that bad? No, God, I don't know. You're kind of a big guy, so you... I can save, right? I can, you save, can save more people. So the thing is, if you're, if you're very tall or very small, it's hard to find organs to match those people. Uh, so, okay. so larger people and smaller people are, are of I a was, premium, see, right? I knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you. Alex Pangman, so good. Thanks you're, for having you're us. You're just a, like a little ray of sunshine, aren't you? Hey? The dog's right looking here. at us. Oh, is Tucker? Yeah, he's having a look. He's a sunshine. He weighs the same as me, folks.